Well, good afternoon and thank you for joining me again for Business, The Law and You. Julian Campbell here. We've got another interesting show lined up for you this week. A bit later in the program, we'll have one of our Harvard Business Review tips. This particular one is help your managers do a better job. We're also going to have a chat with Christina and we're going to look at uh, silver linings in challenging times. But right now we're going to have a chat with uh, Chartered Accountant Tony Vidray about that stimulus package. Good afternoon, Tony. Hi, Julian. How are you? I'm very well. You must run run off your feet at the moment. Oh, well, feet, (laughs) legs, arms, brain, everything. (laughs) We we want your brain for a minute. Um, Yeah, Yeah. Tell us a bit about this stimulus package and how it affects us with businesses. The government last week announced a, um, a bit of a sugar hit for um, for a lot of um, small businesses. Some of them um, got a little bit of a question mark on them, but a lot of them are um, are actually going to be quite um, useful. So the one that I just uh, am struggling with is that they've increased the uh, instant asset write-off from thirty thousand mm. up to one hundred and fifty thousand, yeah. which I, I think it's a it's a. I've had conversations with clients about it. To me, it's a little bit of a a red herring, you know, like if you want to go out and buy an asset that's a hundred thousand um, dollars for the instant write-off, you, you're going to need a profit of at least a hundred thousand dollars in this June 2020 year. And with what's happening at the moment, with such uncertainty um, that is going on, you know, some businesses are facing no income for the next, you know, few months. Yeah, I, I just, I just wonder whether that's a sensible move. Yeah, and look, I can understand it from the point of view from from car car dealerships and truck um, dealerships and all that sort of stuff. But you've you've still got to have a situation with a small business buying it is going to have sufficient profit to be able to write that off against it. So so you know, again, if you're going to go down that path, just do so, do so sensibly and and don't let, as I've said to a lot of um, clients of mine, don't let the tax aspect. Um, drive your decision making. Yeah, yeah that, you know, do you need the machine in the yes. first? Would you do this if you, if it wasn't for the tax, um, for, yeah. for the tax aspect? Yeah, which is always an important question to ask. Yeah, and as you're right, that hundred and fifty thousand. If you spent that sort of money, you you're, you're only going to get about forty five cents of forty five percent of it back, even yeah. on the top tax rate. That's right. And if you haven't got a profit, if you've only got a profit of fifty, and you've got an asset write off of one fifty, well, you've just created a, a loss in your in your figures of 100 to carry forward to next year that, fingers crossed, you might be able to recoup that 100. So, yeah. It's, yeah, and in the meantime, you're tied up to a, a finance deal with a, with a uh, you know, with a bigger piece of equipment. So, yeah, mm. just temper very carefully there would be my uh, my advice. I agree. Mm. What, else, what the, else have we got in there, though? The, the big one is the um, PAYG withholding credit. And this one's a really interesting one, and I, I really like this one. And, and, I, and I will say something controversial about it. Um, that I, I think this is a great idea, and I, and I would I'm actually going to I want to see it stay. I actually want to see the government rewarding um, Australian businesses for hiring you know Australian workers. So the way mm-hmm. this thing works is that if you're an employer and you have staff and you're deducting tax out of their wages, when you go and lodge your business activity statements for March, April, May, and June of this year. Um, subject to the tax office checking it to make sure there's nothing that's artificial or looks a bit silly in it. Whatever the whatever that tax is that's been withheld, say, to pick a figure, let's say it's $8,000, the government is going to give a credit to your small business of $4,000 to, to your integrated client account. So if your overall March BAS is $20,000 in total, in that example, instead of having to pay 20 you only have to pay 16 mm. So mm. it's a tax-free 
amount given to small businesses. And as I've said to a few people, have a think about two circumstances where, where payers, employers are not going to get this. And that is if you employ contractors, mm. you're not going to get it. Mm. And if you employ overseas offshore workers, you're okay. not going to get it. Yeah. So, so it's a real, I, I like this, this thing. And I, I've often said that businesses, you know, we, we are unpaid tax collectors for the, for the government. We, yeah. you know, we do this week, you know, month in, month out. And, and I, in my business, in my industry, I get really annoyed where you've got taxpayers that do the right thing month in, month out. They pay on time. And if you pay late, they hit you over the head with a big stick or hit you with an, with a, an automatic, you know, robo penalty. There needs to be these sort of incentives. I'd like to see this stay to say, you know, you've done well, you've paid your taxes on time. We're going to give you a, uh, we're going to give you a sugar hit. We're going to give you a credit. So I really like this one. What was that for the uh, March bash? And is it for the June bash, or is it just? It's for the. It's for the. the if you lodge quarterly, it's for the March and June bash. If you okay. lodge monthly, it's for. March, April, May, and June, okay. and it is subject to a cap of twenty five thousand. I should mention too, so there is an upper limit um, um, on that. So, so if you um, if you were only lodging a PAYG for say four thousand, you wouldn't pay any tax. No, no. If you're lodging PAYG, if you've had four thousand dollars in tax that's withheld out of employees' wages, they'll give you a credit of two thousand. They'll okay. they'll pay back fifty percent okay. of the amount that you withhold. So if you're a small okay. business and you're and you're withholding fifty thousand dollars out of PAYG between March and June. You're going to get this this twenty five thousand um, mm. credit. Mm. So yeah, so, which is pretty good. So the other one too is if you if you're if you employ apprentices, um, they're actually going to give you fifty percent of the employee's wage um, for whatever you pay them from the nine months from the first of January to the to the thirtieth of September. Now, sadly, with this um, incentive, it, it only applies for um, businesses that have 20 or fewer employees. So when you look at things like apprentices and trainees, they tend to be in the larger, you know, organisations. So even though you might be a small business under the turnover test, under, you know, $50 million, mm. if you've got more than 20 employees, you're not going to get this particular one. So it, mm. it is actually mm. for the small um, micro-businesses. The other the other big one, the tax office came out with some relief. I, I love this. They're, they're giving out relief for uh, small businesses. I'm actually waiting for the tax office to actually um, give us a bit, our industry, a little bit of relief and extend, give us an extension of time to lodge, um, you know, some tax returns. I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting to hear for that. Um, but they're actually going to allow people up to four months um, to defer um, their business activity statements. So they're, they're being very, very generous at the moment. If you mm. ring them, I've had, I've had clients who've rung them up and said, look, can I defer paying my... Um, February instalment they're giving them to you know to July so they're, they're being very very um, generous when you lodge your March um, BAS you can actually vary the um, pay as you go instalment down to zero and you can actually even go back and get the the September and the December one back mm. um, as a refund mm. Um, mm. as well without penalty even though you might end up with a payable situation for um, for June um, they're actually allowing you to get this sort of sugar hit now because they're, they're realizing that Businesses need cash at the moment to, to keep their doors open. If they're if they're in the sort of industry where their their income has fallen off a cliff, they need they need cash right now to keep mm. the um, keep things going. So yeah. I know they deferred it with with the bushfires, but uh, obviously now everybody's in problems. 
Exactly. This is specifically for 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 COVID nineteen. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely for the um you know for the for the for the virus. And as I said, they they are being very very good. They're, they're also remitting interest and penalties incurred after the twenty third of January. Um, so yeah, there's a lot there's a lot out there, and there's yeah, and probably is, more to come. Yeah, look, I think I think there is. Yeah, there's mm. the, it's a, it's a situation that's evolving um, daily. You know, it's funny. Mm. Um, just to talk about something completely off topic, and and that is, you know, employers usually don't like um, their employees sitting on social media um, whilst they're working. I, I'm actually allowing my staff to do that because this stuff's evolving daily. Mm-hmm. There are announcements that are coming all the time, and and I've just said, look, you know, just I'm happy for you to have, you have your phone in the background so that we keep up to date yeah. uh, with what's happening. One very last. Last one as well, the state government um, as well. So um, they came out with a package a couple of days ago um, as well. The, the big one is that um, for, again, eligible businesses, which essentially will be small businesses, if you're paying payroll tax, they're going to waive it um, for... They, they've said for the rest of the year, but then they turn around and say for Financial. three months. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's April, May and June. Financial. I haven't actually said anything specific. I don't think it's for March, April, May, no. June. I think it's just April, May and June, which again is another another uh, yeah, another good concession which mm. is which has come out to help small businesses. So right. Well thanks very much for your time. We'll have a chat with you again next time. Yeah no worries. Thanks Thank, Julian. Thank you. Bye bye. Tony Vidray there with uh, summing some of those pointers that came out of the stimulus package and as we said there's probably more to come. Business the law and you on two NURFM Time to have our chat with Christina. Good afternoon, Christina. Hi, Julian. How are you in these unusual times? Yeah, challenging times. Let's say challenging times. We're hearing a lot of bad or sad news, bad news. Let's uh, have a look at some silver linings in these challenging times. Yeah, and indeed, you know, as much as you wish none of this was happening, so it's not going, hey, this is awesome, we've got some silver linings. It's when, when, uh, when we're faced with challenges like this, there are opportunities that come from um, the challenges that we face. Mm. So what, what I would like to remind people of is that we are seeing the best of humanity at work again, just as we did um, when we saw what was going on with the bushfires. Uh, there's responses overseas where they've run out of sanitizers, where beauty uh, or factories that were producing um, beauty products are now producing hand sanitizer. Um, people, uh, Alibaba actually sent a box of two and a half million face masks to Italy because they don't need them anymore. Um, with an amazing message from Jack Ma, you know, saying, um, "Good luck, we've been here, you'll survive it," you know, etc. So, mm. uh, things where humanity is at its best coming through these, but it's also a time where business um, gets to reassess, and because we are in total uncharted territories, there are no rules. So what we're suggesting to a few people is rewrite the rules as you really want them to be, according to the values, according to all the things that we've been talking about. You know, what are the values? What do you want to stand for? Which global grand challenge? Which which sustainable development goal do you want to stand by? Because what we're seeing is all this has made us face that reality much faster than potentially we would have. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've to- spoken about innovation in the workplace and the need for fluidity and agility and fail fast, et cetera. Now is the time we have to walk that talk. You know, we don't have an option, actually. We have to be fluid. We have to be agile. I go to bed every night thinking I have a plan for what's going to happen the next day. Um, I wake up the next day. I find out another country shut its borders. Yeah, another country shut its borders. Um, Spain might be going from two weeks in isolation to two months in isolation. Australia's not going into, uh, into lockdown or whatever you want to call it. And I just I keep shaking my head at that. 
I heard something really a nice way to put um, social distancing. We're not actually social distancing. We are physical distancing. Mm. We are, you know, if this was going to happen at any time, we're kind of, it's good that it's happening now because we have connectivity. We have different platforms, you know, that we can connect with each other and that we can still look each other in the eyes even though we don't have that, that close proximity. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's a really nice term to adopt. Let's let's go away from social distancing, call it physical distancing because that's what it is, but we're a social being, we still need that connection. And we've got uh, those, that fantastic opportunity with, with the internet and the various programs on the internet. I mean, you imagine it sort of 25 years ago where we didn't have all those opportunities. So yep. it's as you say, it's innovation. It's take, take opportunities that are there and see how you can apply it in your business. That's right. So, you know, there's... And there's actually been some positive news um, coming out of the world. We hear all the all the bad stuff and, you know, how numbers have increased. But I just want to walk you through a couple of the positive figures. Mm. So China has closed down its last coronavirus hospital because there's not enough new cases to mm. keep them open. Um, researchers uh, at the Erasmus Medical Centre potentially have found an antibody against coronavirus. A 103-year-old Chinese grandmother made a full recovery um, mm. from, from COVID-19. Um, after being treated for only six days. Apple's now opened its 42 stores in China. It's closed them, yes, in a whole lot of, you know, in Australia, they've closed yeah. their Apple stores, oh, yeah. but they're, they're back open in China. So that's good news. Yeah. Um, scientists in Israel potentially are another one that have a, a vaccine. You know, there's people that are working together. Um, yes. the, the whole DNA around COVID, the virus, was open source so that people from all over the world could work on it. So when we're listening to all the bad news stories, if we can just keep in mind that there are great news stories happening as well. And the other, thing, time... I, the other thing I heard was that uh, in many of the countries, uh, particularly Italy, the uh, pollution count is dropping. So, yep. uh, um, you know, because because of people not going to work and so forth, uh, yep. the pollution is no longer there. So maybe this yep. is a solution. So, and I think what we're going to find at the end of um, when, we, when we surface out of, you know, COVID-19, uh, the way that it has changed the way we're living in the short term is that we'll then need to be facing the best of both worlds. So people who mm. have never had to really use digital, people are being forced to work from home, all of a sudden they're having to use digital platforms. Mm. Hopefully, my hope is that they go, hey, you know what, this isn't as bad as what I thought it was and it doesn't need to, it's not going to take over my humanity, but wow, aren't I lucky that I've got it right now in order to connect with people. Mm. And so what we'll find is that we'll have the middle ground be- be- between the real heavy tech heads who only want to use technology and the people who have been fearful of technology. And, you know, we'll find middle ground on that. Yeah, Yeah, we'll find the best of both worlds in a lot of things. Um, And, and, I mean, we've had to go from uh, workshops that we were thinking that we would be running this week face-to-face to to running them online. Um, And, we, yeah, that's right. So I think we're all managing transition as long as we're fluid, as long as we're agile, and we're helping each other. Great. Thanks very much for your time. We'll have a chat with you next time. Look forward to it, Julian. Stay safe and well. Bye-bye. Christina there looking at some of these challenges we've got. And there's always silver linings, isn't there? Time for one of our Harvard Business Review tips. This particular one, help your managers do their jobs better. When you're managing managers, your job is twofold. You need to make sure they're producing good work, as with all employees, and that they're effectively supporting their teams. People learn how to lead from their bosses. So, set a good example. Manage your people in the way that you expect them to manage their own teams. 
in your one-to-one meetings ask directly about how they are coaching people and giving feedback. This sends a signal that things are in, these things are important. But don't dictate exactly how the managers should manage. You might have to allow them to lead in their own way and they need to figure out what's authentic to them. It also helps if you can boost their profile with their direct reports. Praise them publicly. Ask for their advice in front of others or assign them part of a presentation that lets them show off their expertise. The people who work for you for your direct reports look to you for clues as to how they should feel about their managers. If you respect the person and the job she's doing or he's doing, so will they. So some very good information there, isn't it? Well, thank you for being with me for the last half hour. I hope you've enjoyed the program. We've quickly looked at the stimulus package and maybe some of those silver linings. In a moment, Jane Klein will be back with you with more of your easy listening favourites. I'd love your company again next time for Business, the Law and You. Until then, have an exciting and prosperous week. And as Albert Einstein once said, creativity is intelligence having fun. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.